Hello, everybody. This is Ron. Welcome to the call tonight. I've uh, muted everybody out to try to cut down the background noise. And um, hopefully we got an operator assistance here. And let me see if I can reach her, and I'm going to be right back. Okay, guy, here, here we go. we got an operator on the uh, line. His name is John. And whenever you want to uh, get in the queue to ask a question, hit star zero and get a hold of John. I'm going to start the call off with just a few announcements tonight, and then I'm going to go right into three property information sheets that have been submitted by Mario, and I hope Mario is on the phone here. In fact, Mario, if you are, go ahead and get in the queue. Do it right now. And um, John, when he gets in the queue, would you let me know, please? All right, first, um, you all should know that uh, we are, I'm going to put the um, private lending site back up for you to use. I took it down for a while because I was uh, afraid of it because a few people were misusing it. And I say that largely because you cannot go openly solicit for private lenders. And if you don't know anything about our site uh, that's up, uh, up on your membership site, it was there to give away a CD about how to get a higher rate of return for your money. And at the end of that CD, I did ask them if they have any interest in becoming a private lender to contact you through the website that you got by going to your membership site. What bothered me about that, what bothered my attorney about that was it uh, could easily be construed that you were soliciting for money. The site that's going up now will not be asking for money. It'll simply be giving away the CD that you can download and, uh, and manufacture if you want and ship to them and or just let them download either way. Um, that CD, I mean, that website is designed for you to actually take that information because you, you will be getting their name and their email address in order, in fact, and their shipping address so that you can ship them the CD. So once you've done that, you've established a relationship with that prospect. Therefore, you're capable and able to go after them after that and follow up and see if they have any interest in becoming private lenders. So I think we're pretty clean on the one we're setting up. It's actually one of the two we already had up, and it's the one with the um, video sales letter with that booming voice in the background, if you happen to see it, and it explains to them why private lending is something they ought to be interested in and why they should uh, go get the CD that we offer them right on that uh, simple squeeze page. So I'm going to do a training video on how to use that sometime next week, and I'll put it up on the membership site as well and send you a link in your weekly um, online Gold Club newsletter. We have, uh, if we have people, we always do have people listening to this call tonight that are not Gold Club members. If you are not, go, go ahead and go to ronsgoldclub.com and get enrolled. It's only $59 a month, and it's an incredible amount of goodies and information and uh, tools that you can use uh, in your business, as well as, as well as a lot of training. Where uh, We literally have hours and hours and hours of training on this site, which you will get a password to use as soon as you register. And not only will you uh, get hours and hours worth of training, but we're going to continue to put it up every single week. I just taped one today, in fact, on how to go find a realtor to use to find bank-owned properties with. And I can tell you for sure, if you don't get a good one of those, you won't find very many bank-owned properties that your offers are going to get accepted on. So I'm going to hold on just a second here. Okay, John, are you there? 
John? I'm here. Uh, has Mario checked in yet? Yes, he has. All right. Mario, you put him Hello? on there. You there, Mario? Yes. All can right. you hear me? I can indeed. Uh, we're going to go oh, through. Oh, great. I'm going to go through your three prospects here because you do have three prospects here. Actually, did you just attend the boot camp in Seattle? Uh, on Saturday? No. Though the yes, I went online. No. Oh, no, not the boot camp in Seattle. I missed that. All right. Well, I am terribly sorry. Well, you've probably got enough money sitting here in these three leads that you sent to pay for it about 10, 15, 20 times over. So you I better, sure hope so. Are, are you, well, if you don't go screw them up. Are you, are you ready Yeah, right that's now? what I'm trying. That's why I sent them to you to help me out here. All right. Well, guys, all of you probably ought to get out a pencil and paper if you don't have it already and write down these numbers. I don't have any screen to show them to you, so we've, I simply got to vocalize them, and you want to write them down because if you don't, you might not be able to follow the lead sheets. Now, all of you had an opportunity to send these FISBO lead sheets in if you are a Gold Club member, and if you're not, go ahead and get to be one, and on the next call next month, you can send these sheets in as well, and I pre-screen these things, and I discuss them right here on this call, and all you have to do is take them and follow up and turn these things into deals, as, as I think Mario's got a couple of here tonight. Now, if you have not been to my Quick Start School, it still doesn't keep you from calling these leads. We send you the property information sheet right in the email when we remind you of this call, and if you will, plus it's on your Gold Club site. So if you'll just um, trigger your, in your own mind to remember to call these things a couple days before this call, I mean, right here I am available to you, and this is the only place where you'll be able to get to me personally to, to discuss these uh, property information sheets. And I'm telling you, there's tons of deals here for you guys if you'll take the initiative to get these things to me. I need these in my possession by 4 o'clock on the day of the call. So before I go any further, let's talk about next month's call. It's going to be on June the 11th. June the 11th, if you want to make that note right now, it's always the second Monday of the month. And, in fact, that will be hopefully just about one week before I open my new restaurant here in Jacksonville as well. So June is going to be a busy, busy month for me. All right. Well, Mario, let's go over your numbers here so they can write them down. Okay. Mario's got a property here in Pasco, Washington, that the seller is originally asking 206000 for the house. The seller yeah. thinks it's worth two ten, and Mario thinks it's worth two and a quarter. Correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. However, the seller owes one ninety with a fourteen hundred and twenty five dollar payment that's P I T I, principal interest, taxes and insurance, and the payments are current. So let me go over those numbers again. Yes. Owes one ninety. He's only asking two oh six, but in the little block on the left he says he'll sell it for what he owes on it. Is that correct, Mario? Yes. Uh, he's he's look. He didn't say anything about wanting to collect equity, uh, and uh, he's open to getting a real peace of mind. He lives now in Seattle. The house is vacant, and he drives yeah. uh, twice a month, mow the lawn. I love it. Uh, back there, and it's like an eight-hour drive one way. And, guys, this is a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath, 2,500-square-foot house in a beautiful neighborhood. If yes. This, if this is not a perfect uh, deal, I don't know what is. So let me go over these numbers again. 
You have a $225,000 ARV. You have a $190,000 loan. The guy's asking what he owes with a $1,425 payment. You have a house in excellent shape. You have a nice size, highly demanded house. You have a very low monthly payment. And you have $35,000 worth of equity in the house that the guy's willing to give away and a loan that is current. So, Mario, what the heck is the question here? Uh, yeah, how, how do I uh, – subject two is what I was thinking about using as my exit strategy on this. No, subject two and is probably your entrance, not your exit. My entrance, excuse me, yes. So did you ask, and the guy, then, you ask the guy if he'll sell for what he owes, and he said yes, correct? Yes. Okay. Then the uh, next thing, he, then the, he did. All right. Then the next thing for you to do is make an appointment with him to go see the house, and you must have with you a purchase and sales agreement in case he wants to sell it to you subject to and a lease option agreement in case he wants to lease option it to you and won't sell it to you subject to. You got that? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mario, have you had any training at all? Yes. What have you I had? understand what those two things are. Have you had, uh, um, let me ask you this. Have you had any of my training at all? That's that's what I'm working on. Uh, I'm trying to uh, oh, yes review no, the... Is the answer no? Is the answer I haven't no? had enough. Okay, That's, the answer is no. All right. Do you know uh, how to fill out a contract on a subject to deal? I haven't, no. Well, do you know where to get the contract? Well, it's on the uh, forms uh, column in the Gold Club site. That is correct. It's, it's a standard purchase and sale agreement. That's all it is. Okay. Uh, do you have uh, my axe course? Yes, I do. I got the original book. I was at your very first axe right. okay. well, web there, seminar. There might be a sample of it, and I'm not sure if there's a sample of it in that or not, because axe is about control without ownership. It's not really about buying. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, you're just going to have to do the best you can, then, man. But uh, what I want yeah. to cross to you right now is, is how you're going to approach this guy when you go to his house. So I'm going to do a little skit with you right now. You ready? Sure. You are the seller, and I am Mario. All right. The seller's name is Robert. Right. So I'm going to knock on his door, and I'm going to say hi. He's going to say hello, and then I'm going to say, can I come in? You're going to, he's going to say yes, and then you're just going to say, well, I, I would say, can I just take a walk? And he'll say yes, and you sure. just take a walk. All right. Look through the house. Make, see that it's in good shape. And then you come back to Robert, and now it's time to get down to business. And here's where you're going to have to tell him. And you're just going to have to go in there and do it, uh, Mario, and probably make a mess out of it. But if he wants to sell as bad as it seems like he wants to sell, frankly, he's going to help you get through it anyway. I would say, Robert, okay. there's two ways I can buy your house. The first is I can just take over your debt. Now, that means that the loan will stay in your name, but I'll start making payments when you and I agree, until sometime in the future, that loan will get paid off. Will that keep you awake at night? And if he says, yeah, I don't want to do that, then you kick into the 
lease option mode and say, well, that's okay. A second way is I'll just lease option it from you for the loan balance at the time I purchase it. And I'll be responsible for all the repairs after the first 30 days. That way the, the title will stay in your name and you still control the house, or you still own the house, but I will control it yeah. for the lease purchase. And um, if we do that, I'm going to need as long a term as I can get. So which one sounds better to you, Robert? And, and then you're going to get an answer. Got it? Right. Okay. Okay. Because that's the only two ways you're going to buy this house, Mario. Okay. I'm going to take it subject to if you'll let me. And why? Because it's got a low payment, it's got 35 in equity, and it's in excellent shape, uh -huh. and I'd rather own it than lease it if possible. But if not yeah. possible, if he won't leave the loan in his name, then I'll just lease purchase it. I still accomplish almost the same thing. I just don't have total control that I would if I owned it. Either way, I win. Now, Mario, if you buy this house subject to, you know you're going to want uh -huh. to pay in the closing cost. Yes. If you lease purchase That's... it, there are no closing costs. <clears throat> now, this is a decision you right. can make. Okay. You, so you should, you should know your closing costs before you open your big mouth and ask him to, to deed you his house. You understand that? Do okay. You, do you uh, no, I wasn't aware of that, but I am now. All right. Do you know what the transfer tax is in Washington? Uh, oh, man. 1.78%. That is correct. So uh, just figure 2% there. So you got about 2% uh, of 190. You got about, uh, gosh, $3,800, sir, just in transfer tax. Yeah. So if that and they, you. And they get it. The huh? state will haunt you if you don't pay it. They'll come after you. They get uh, on a that's correct. crazy deal. That's correct. So you may not even want to take it subject to. You may just decide to lease purchase it. And he's already said he would do that. You got it? He was open to that too, yes. Okay. Well, then why don't you go out to his house, find out. In fact, if... Uh, he transfers title to you, see if he wants to pay the closing costs. Because, hey, he's paying $1,425 a month right now on a vacant house, Mario. Yeah. So if he'll pay the closing costs, you'll start making his payments in about uh, 30 days, won't you? Yeah, I think hey, I yes. could get it sold in that amount of time. It's like the best house on the block. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Uh, you won't have any trouble getting that thing lease optioned out. What do you think the market rent would be on that on a lease purchase? Probably... Seventeen, eighteen hundred a month. Uh, he's at fourteen. Yeah, I would say seventeen fifty. Are you just pulling this out of the air? Or do you have anything to base that on? Well, I got a five-bedroom house on this side of the, of the state, on the west side, that I'm getting seventeen twenty-five for. Okay, so you don't. You're and just pulling it, it out of the air. It's big. <laughs> Well, an easy little market research will tell you about what to rent for, but we know you're going to get good positive cash flow with a 1425 PITI, right? Yes. Okay. So I'd go out there and I'd give him a choice. Look, I'll buy the house. You can deed it to me. The loan will stay in your name, but I'll start making the payments in 30 days. But if I buy it, you'll have to pay the closing costs. If that bothers you, then I'll at least purchase it from you, and there are no closing costs. 
Okay. All right. So you know what to do then? Yes. Okay. Now, when you get the agreement signed by him, now what? Go to my attorney and uh, get him to fill out the uh, disclosure forms. Nope. Uh, Don't need to do oh, that. Oh, I also need a uh, authorization to do release. Don't need to do that until you get a tenant buyer ready to go in the house, Mario. You're either okay. going to get a purchase and sale agreement to take it over subject to, or you're going to get a lease option agreement to lease option it. Do you understand that? Yes. Either one of those, you're going to get the seller to sign in the home. Then you right. go. Then you go find a lease option tenant buyer to put in the house, who will give you ten, fifteen thousand dollars, and then your attorney closes that lease purchase, while simultaneously communicating with your seller and get the rest of the documents signed. I see. Okay. All right. You got it. So we get. We get uh, purchase sale agreement signed, find buyer, send to attorney. Correct. Purchase and sales, if you're going to buy it subject to, lease option, okay. lease option. Both of them are on the website, the Gold Club website. And that looks like a really sweet deal, man. I'm telling you, there's ten, fifteen thousand. Uh, I, I do want to say the guy called me back. I talked to him, and he gave me the address, a lot of information. And then he, at first he said no, he wouldn't be interested in selling on a lease option. He wanted to get cashed out because he had to move. I said, okay, and we hung up. Three days later he called me back, well, and I didn't remember him. That's good. So, All right, now yeah. next, move, next move, get to the house, and he don't have to meet you there. Just ask him how you can get in. All right, let's go to your next one here. And, guys, all of you listening, get your questions ready now because as soon as I get through with these three with Mario and the two won't take near, the next two won't take near this long, I'll be opening it up and get in the queue. Hit star zero and get in the queue uh, so the operator, uh, John, can get you in line. Okay, Mario, this one is a carbon copy yeah. of the last one. The dates and places change. This is a six-bedroom, three-and-a-half, 3,300-square-foot house. Man, I might oh, move this huge. one myself. Needs no work. All right, here's the numbers, guys. Right. It's a uh, asking is two hundred and fifteen thousand. The seller thinks it's worth two thirty-five. Mario thinks it's oh, wait a minute, is that two fifteen or two sixty-five? I can't read that, Mario. Uh, two fifteen is okay. the asking price. All right, and it's, uh, and you think it's worth one eighty-six four, which yeah, you don't give me any comps. You just throw the number on here, but he owes one seventy. That's the good part, and yeah. yes, he will sell it for what he owes on it, and yes, he will at least purchase it. Now, guys, we know that because Mario's got the yes circled in the center block on your FISBO sheet, and he's got the yes checked over on will he, will he sell for what he owes. <clears throat> His payment is $1,500, and it includes taxes and insurance, and he's, and he's current. So we got almost a carbon copy deal here. Uh, same thing, make an appointment. Get out to the house and find out if they want to sell it to you subject to or at least purchase it because they're going to do one of the two. Any questions on this one? Okay. Well, I think you're you're right. It's a carbon copy. Uh, yep. He's probably going to uh, uh, demand that asking price. Here, the woman's husband works in construction. He builds houses. He's not an owner or anything. He's just a laborer, but... 
Mario. He's talking. Your own form so. says he will sell for what he owes. Yeah. What? Do you, are you lying? Well, that's what she said. Uh, I'm not sure about him. I, he, he'll sell he for what he owes. English. He'll sell for what he owes. You watch. Okay. And uh, if he doesn't, then you may not want to buy it. It's up to you. Okay. All right. I will make those offers. Okay. Your third one now. Got a very similar situation. You got a 195 loan with a $1,200 payment, and yes. he's asking 215, and it's worth two and a quarter. And and you say right. it's worth two and a quarter. Okay. And he says he'll sell for what he owes, but he says he won't lease purchase. Correct. Right. Okay. You know, I forgot to write on here that uh, if she got ten thousand dollars. She might change her mind to uh, to do that lease purchase. Yeah, well, you're not giving her ten thousand dollars. I, I didn't want to do that. No. No. When you if you give her ten thousand, then you're working for nothing. Right. When we lease purchased houses, Mario, we don't give the seller any money. If they want money, tell them to keep their house. We're out. Okay. If they want money, I want to buy the house. And if I buy the house. I want equity in it, more than this one's got in it, for me to pay the closing cost that you'd have to pay to buy this house. Right. It, it cost me $4,000 to pay the closing cost just to buy this house, and there's only about $20,000 with equity in it, twenty twenty-five thousand. 25000 To me, right. that's not enough. However, you do have a nice low $1,200 payment, so with a little finesse, I bet we could get an $800 a month positive cash flow out of that house because this is a 2,700-square-foot house as well, guys, four-bedroom, two-bath. So you are, it's on you a are big finding, lot, too. You are finding nice targets, nice properties, the right kind to, to, to resell, and uh, these are the right conditions. So let me ask you a question. It says you got all okay. three of these on Craigslist, right? Yes. Okay. So obviously that's a good source for you, and you called these three yourself, correct? Yes. Okay. How many did you call to weed out these three that you sent to me? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. I, co I contacted twenty-five people last week, and uh, I got to tell you one thing. I found a a guy who uh, is a private lender, so I'm going to be calling him back in the process. He didn't want to work with me. Do you do you Hello? know that you got about one out of seven prospects out of the suspect pile? Now tell us how many hours you put into calling 25. Uh, a little more than I, I thought I would. Uh, it was over a two-day time period. I probably got four and a half hours total. Uh, in, in calling, calling 25 uh, yeah, four and a half, maybe five. You're not looking between for, two days. You're not looking for sympathy, are you? No. <laughs> no, I'm I'm looking to do some deals so I can hire a VA and they can do all that for me. And you got uh, it. Well, let me tell you what your VA average is going to be. You're going to get um, you're going to get about one to two uh, leads per hour that the VA works. So if that uh, VA work uh, four and a half hours, you'd probably get, well, I'm sorry, you're going to get uh, one to two completed property information sheets, not necessarily leads. So if you work four hours, 
uh, wow, you did really good. You got six an hour. Is that that can't be right? You must work longer than that. I didn't. Oh no, well, twenty-five. Kinda... Yeah, you got six an hour. I bet you got more time in it than that. Maybe I do. I right. I, I know for sure it's uh, between four and a half and five, but but uh, I. That was when I was over in eastern Washington. That's where all this is at. Right now I'm in western Washington. All right. Well, that's good. So uh, I can't think of a better thing for you to do with your time than to get these prospects called here because you've got two, at least two out of these three here that I think are easy deals for you. And I promise you there's at least $10,000 a piece on them. So that's $20,000 if they've come through here for your four and a half hours worth of work. I bet it doesn't. you don't get paid that on the job, do you? No. Oh gee, I'm gonna pay that, you know, for three months. Yeah, and that's and that's just the upfront cash. That don't include the monthly spread and the back end cash when they cash you out. So, uh, you know, this is a pretty good paying job you got here. All right, any questions? I'm gonna open it up to the rest of the folks here. If you got what you need, uh, I I think I got what I need, and I really appreciate your help and your input. I want you to, uh, and I will uh, keep in touch with you on what happens to these. All right, I want you to get to the quickest boot camp you can, man, so you can get this down and don't waste uh, these deals. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, I will do that. All right. In fact, in case you guys don't know, let me just give you a quick and down and dirty here when they're going to be. I'm doing one this week in Dallas. Then I'm going to Baltimore at the end of June, and I'm coming out to L.A. in the middle of August, August 15th through the 18th, back to Chicago in October and back to Jacksonville Florida in December. So that's the schedule for the rest of the year. All right, John, do we have people in the queue? Yes, we do. All right, we'll open her up. <laughs> All right, we have a question from Aaron. Aaron, go ahead. Hi, um, you were talking about a deal um, where the average is 150 the seller owes 125 They're two payments behind, and basically since they don't care about their credit. We would get the deed and deed it to somebody else and get five, ten grand or whatever, whatever we can get. Question I have is how does the person you're deeding it to, what, what paperwork is involved as far as how can they contact the bank on someone else's loan after you right. deed it to them? Well, Aaron, I answered your question on the Ask Ron today, so you'll be getting that on the video on Friday, but I'll answer it again for you here now. Um, when you you're not going to actually take title to it, Aaron. You're going to put it under contract to buy it subject to. Yep. Then you're going to go find the buyer, and then you're going to assign your contract to that buyer and set that closing up probably with your attorney. And then the seller okay. will deed it directly to the buyer, and then you get an assignment fee. The seller oh, okay. will then be making payments. I'm sorry, the buyer will be then making payments for the house from then on. All okay. They, all they have to do is put the loan number down in the lower left-hand corner of the check, and they ought to put the seller's name right above that and send that payment into the bank, and the bank will apply it. Now, when you do the deal, you should also get the payment book from the seller and instruct the seller to send all the correspondence they get from the bank to the buyer until the buyer pays the loan off sometime in the, in the future. Okay. And that's the way it's done. You're going to get your assignment fee, and, and your attorney's going to close this because they have to have clear disclosure. The seller yep. needs to sign a, 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 a general release releasing you, and so does the buyer. 
Okay. And everybody needs to be fully disclosed and in writing on what's going on. All right. So as far as like the authorization to release info, power of attorney, we're not, you don't do any of that. You should get an authorization to release info. You don't really need the power of attorney. So all you need from the seller is a purchase and sale agreement and an authorization to release. That's it. All right. Thank you. And is this house vacant or occupied? Well, it was just an example. I was just, okay. I've, I've passed a lot, of these, a lot of these leads up over the years and because they just, I wasn't even thinking about it because I used to just, you know, wholesale or, you know, just go for the big hits. But yeah. these little deals, you know, you can still make money on them too. You can make more money on these little simple FISBO deals than you can wholesaling those junkers. Yeah, I know. And they're, and they're a lot faster because you don't yep. have any banks or realtors involved and no private money to raise or any of that stuff. Yeah. All right, thank you. Okay. What we just described there for you is an axe deal. That's all it is. You're just assigning your contract. Yeah. Well, before the axe program, because I've been listening to you since uh, 2005, you know, I'm just used to, you know, you get the deed, authorization, release, of attorney, and then, you know, and then I would either, I would just buy it subject to the lease stuff is, is kind of new ever since you, you brought it up. Yes. Uh, what, what state are you in? I'm in Rhode Island. What's your uh, transfer tax there? What's your closing cost? Uh, it's it's four dollars every um, hundred actually every hundred thousand dollars you have to pay four hundred bucks. Wow, man, you you should be buying them subject to and staying in them and getting that monthly spread in that back end instead of assigning them. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Okay, yeah, stay in them, sandwich them, don't get out of them. Yeah. You get remember, as soon as you deed that property to somebody else, you just kill the golden goose. Yeah. Huh. You better. Yeah, that's Keep all the free properties you can where somebody's willing to pay you four or five hundred dollars more than your outgoing payment and you got nothing invested in it and you're assigning all the responsibility for the repairs onto your buyer or tenant buyer. Yeah. Be careful yep. about turning those loose. And remember okay. you get the benefit of the debt pay down in that case. Yeah, you're right. Well All right. All right. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, John, who next? Okay, next we have Jason. Jason, go ahead. Hey, Ron, how are you? I am good. Where are you from, Jason? Ah, this is Jason in Oklahoma. And, uh, man, I appreciate it. You, you evaluated my deal during your Saturday uh, deal in Baltimore. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the deal, but I remember evaluating it. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I got two quick questions for you. Um, on The uh, first one, on an axe deal when you're closing, if you're having the end buyer uh, pay the attorney's fees, have you ever had any issue or, or, or anticipated any with there being a conflict of interest where the attorney's then obligated to represent your buyer's best no. interest as opposed to yours? No. No, Jason, okay. when you uh, go down to the bank to uh, get a loan, does, uh, does an attorney close the loan? Right. And right. Um, who pays them? Exactly. Okay. I, I see your point there. Absolutely. Uh, who okay. do they represent? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> they're just clearly disclosing who they're representing, that's all. Okay. It doesn't matter who pays them. Right, gotcha. And so uh, I, I look like I'm going to see you this. You going you gonna to make it this week? I'm hoping. I need to get one of these deals closed to uh, to get this done. If not, it'll be it'll be coming up in the near future. I look look forward to seeing you, man. Now you got to get there this week on our deal I made you. I, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, the, uh, what's the worst case? Fact, you... I just... 
I just went uh, had a deal with another seller today, and I think I'll have I, I've got a few in the pipeline. Uh, I've got so I should by tomorrow have one to two signed up. But it's just if I can get them sold, I'll be I'll be down there. Well, since the, I start on Thursday, that's putting a lot of pressure on you, man. Yeah, it is. As a matter of fact, I get off work. Uh, I'll have to get off about three in the morning, and uh, I, I'm good with pressure, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, uh, You're a cop. You better be. Exactly, exactly. Second question for you, kind of back along the uh, the lines of when, and I can't remember uh, the, the guy that you've got working these for you, um, Scott. When you were talking, yeah, when you were talking with Scott about them, do you? I know I heard him mention that he had a number in the pipeline, and then. And I'm just kind of wanting to know the numbers generally. How many do you guys have working on in the pipeline for each deal that you get signed up? All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I just happened to have made a list for that seminar that I read that morning that you saw that what we've done in the last two weeks. And maybe I'll just go ahead and read that to everybody listening here tonight. This is what Scott's done. I can't claim any credit for it. <laughs> Scott, Scott, in fact, I don't even know what he's doing here. I just know this is the results of his last two weeks' work. Um, so, in fact, you guys want to take notes, go ahead and write this down because I'm about to tell you exactly what Scott accomplished in the last two weeks. Number one, he sold four axe deals, and I said sold, not bought, sold four axe deals for a total of $31,500 cash that we have received. That means he's put four tenant buyers in houses. Two of them were $10,000 deals. One was a five, and one was a $6,500 deal. So I suppose if I stopped right there, we'd be all right, wouldn't we, Jason? Absolutely. But we're not going to stop there because he's also – bought we just closed to purchase last week an owner financing deal while he was sifting through the axe deals you know it has a, a an arv of 80 it's a condo it's a one-bedroom condo in a nice 55 and older area excellent shape and i'll get this we bought it i bought it for forty-five thousand with zero down it needs no work and a payment of three hundred dollars a month till paid with owner financing and we it's closed we closed on it already so got that, guys? ADR, 45 purchase price, zero down, and 300 a month. By the way, the seller named the purchase price, and the seller said he'd sell it with nothing down. Seller wanted 500. We got him down to 300. So that's that's <laughs> that's, that's one we bought while sifting through the same pile of fizzbos that you that, that you sift through. Next, I closed on one last week that we bought subject to. This is a little two-bedroom townhouse. There was a $79,000 uh, loan on it. At 850 a month, and is in good shape, and it's worth 100 a quarter all day. And they gave it to me. I got about 1,300 dollars worth of closing costs in it, and I bought it for what's owed on it, 79,000 dollars. And I've uh, already got it lease optioned out, or at least a candidate to lease option at two for 3,000 bucks down. In addition to that, we closed on two bank-owned properties that we made offers on. One of them is worth 85. And I paid 15000 for it. needs about 10 in repairs, but I won't be doing the repairs. We'll put a lease option tenant buyer in there as is. Another one's got an ARV of 70 and it needs about three in work, and I paid $11,400 for that house. Both of these two are in marginal areas, but when you can buy them at these kind of prices, uh, even marginal areas work. Now, I didn't say war, uh, crack houses. I didn't say war zones. I didn't say the kind of houses Jason spends his nights uh, patrolling, <laughs> but I said I said marginal areas. 
Right? And, and, and um, lastly, I, I bought a cash, a FISBO all cash, R of about 70, repairs uh, zero, and I paid $12,000 for it. So here's the sum total of the last two weeks' work, guy, around my place, and you should know this. Scott is full-time. He has a VA that's almost full-time, and he has my daughter part-time helping him sell the properties, and that is my entire total real estate uh, business right there, those three people. Um, grand total, we collected 31.5 in cash. We have an estimated cash coming within the next 30 days of another 35,000 by putting lease option tenant buyers in the ones that we bought. And, uh, I, and I collected $264,000 worth of equity in the last two weeks in these houses that people just gave to us. So that's some total of my last two weeks. How about yours, Jason? They haven't been as well, but I've gotten some, some good ones in the pipeline. I've got another one today that will probably have, uh, oh, it's got probably mm, 10 to 20 in equity, and I haven't run the numbers yet, but I, I, I just talked to him today. He's actually a friend of mine that's in a situation, and so I'm going to help him out with it, but it will probably be an axe deal, and I'll probably get that signed up tomorrow. Um, but I, my, I guess my question more along the lines is, in all those that you've done, um, how many in, let's say, the last two weeks are still, you know, are, are homeowners that you think or that Scott thinks you will be doing deals with that they're in the pipeline? Oh, dangling? And, yeah, oh, yeah I'd exactly. Say, I'd say probably at least 10 to 15 FISBOs that are in the process. And in order to get those two REOs done, we've always got 50, 60 REOs offers out there. Okay, okay. And on the average, if we make about – eight to ten, um, well, I'd say probably ten to fifteen REO offers a week and maybe get one accepted. Okay. Okay. Until recently when my IRA run out of cash, so i got to go get some private money to keep that machine going. Well, good deal. Well, I certainly appreciate it, Ron, and I look forward to meeting you in person, man. You better be there this week, man. <laughs> I'm all over it. <laughs> all right. You're going to hate yourself, but you ain't. <laughs> oh, I know it. I know it. I, 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 trust me, I know We've got a good group coming to the Dallas event. Starts Thursday morning at 8 a.m. sharp. All right. Very good. Thank you, Ron. I'm, I'm, I'm already programmed to speak Texan. <laughs> In fact, I'm even bringing, I'm bringing my JR hat with me. <laughs> yeah, I heard you mention that. <laughs> I've got one. <laughs> All right. Get off the phone. Let somebody else talk, Jason. All right. Thank you, man. John, who we got? Okay. Next we have Ace. Ace, go ahead. Where are you from? Hi, Ron. How you doing? Pretty good. All right. Uh, I have a question about private lending, um, a couple of them, actually. One, the first one is you spoke about, you know, things not to do, and I know there's FCC rules with private lending. So what's a checklist, a quick rundown of rules to not to break when uh, trying to get private lenders? Oh, what are you worried about, man? Worst can happen, they put you in jail. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> yeah, all right. Like that guy in the newsletter. <laughs> Look, it's this simple. You just can't openly solicit for money to people you don't know. So how do you, I mean, like, how, well, how's that defined, though? Isn't that kind of gray? How do yes. you know somebody? Welcome to the law. Yeah. But uh, you either have a relationship with them or you don't. And uh, oh, if you ever got tabbed on it and you can't show you have a relationship, then I'd say the preponderance of proof would be on you. But if you can show you got a relationship, then... You know, you you complied with the law. I'm, don't forget. Now I'm not your attorney, but 
That's right. pretty much it. Just don't openly advertise for private money. In fact, uh, you'll go. What about net right. networking groups and all that kind of stuff? You know, where you're not, you don't, you're if not. You go to into a group of people and you didn't put them there, and you have no relationship. That's no different than running an ad in the newspaper saying, "I want private lenders." Right. So what you do is first you work the people that you do know, because if you do if you do that, you won't need to do anything else, because you'll have more money than you need. And remember, every time you talk to somebody, you get them to give you a referral. And it's okay for you to talk to a referral of some of somebody else, and you're building relationships, and you're doing it behind the scenes, and you're not openly advertising. It's just that when you openly advertise, when you might get a call from the SEC, you know, I mean, it ain't like it's high on their radar screen or anything, hey, somebody, but, you know, those are the rules. Right, so... Uh, I understand that part. Okay, now, on when you do get a private lender, how much do you need to add on to the loan balance to cover closing costs and title policies and all that? Well, that ain't, like how, it that ain't how it works. That ain't how it works. I'm not. That's not the way I think. If uh, I'm buying a property and I'm um, buying it from a bank, I want to borrow considerably more than what my cost to buy it and fix it and closing costs are. I always want to come home with a check. I don't ever want to take money to closing when I'm paying cash for a house because I promise you, you will not like that part of the business. Hi. And uh, so let's say I'm um, I've got I'm making an offer on a hundred thousand dollar house and I'm buying it for twenty five, which I do all day long. Uh, you know, I could go borrow forty on it and, and feel real comfortable. I could borrow more, but if I'm buying it for twenty five and I borrow forty, I'm bringing home a bunch of money, aren't I? Even right. if, even if it needs tenant work, I know I'm not doing that work. <clears throat> I'm gonna put a lease option tenant buyer in there to do the work. Want to work for equity program? And do you do you always provide uh, appraisals for your private lenders? Or you never? I, I never provide appraisals. We provide comps. Okay. My comps are as good as their appraisals. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, I think that pretty much covers it for me. I just wanted to make sure I don't break any rules with the, the pri trying to get private lenders you, and all that. You do that. know that I have a course on all this, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a whole three-day event of uh, being lenders, borrowers, and the rules in SEC and private placements, the whole work, man. All right. I'll go check that out. Well, go check it out on, in fact, you're a Gold Club member, aren't you? Yep. You got points? Yeah. Well, you can apply your points to that course. All right. Well, I'll go, go on the I'll site go. and go in the store. I'll go check it out then. All right. All right, man. We'll appreciate it, Ron. All right, sir. Okay, bye-bye. All right, John, who's next? Okay, next we have John. John, go ahead. Hey, Ron. Hello from Texas. John? Yes, can you hear me? I can. Okay. Yes, I said hello from Texas. Uh, how are you? <laughs> you I'm doing fantastic. You going to come see me this week? Uh, actually, no. Unfortunately, I have a nine-year-old that I don't think could sit through the uh, uh, four-day event. Well, nine years old, that's pretty much old enough to break into the business, isn't it? <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, I've got a quick question, because here in Texas, we can't do the lease option. So the answer is like all-inclusive trust deed, which is what I've right. been teaching all week. Right, right. That I'm aware of, but what I'm saying is like the earlier call, the earlier lead prospects that you were looking at, that's uh -huh. pretty much the only option you have. If there's not a lot of equity, that's, then it's just that is go correct. with that option. It's not, okay. Well, no, I can still take it subject to, John. Okay. You don't have any problem with that in Texas. 
No, no, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, when you're going to then to present the offer, you pretty much have that one offer. It's either that or nothing. Then. No, it's not. I can either take it subject to, or I can buy it on an AITD and do a wrap around their mortgage. Okay. For example, let's take the one he owed 195 on. I could do a 195 wrap around that with an AITD, and the only reason I'd do that now is if the seller was credit conscious and was afraid to just deed in the house and, and, and leave them alone in their own name. So, Because your closing costs are going to be the same whether you do an AITD or a, a subject to in Texas. So Correct. if he wants to do a subject to, I'll let him. If he doesn't, I'll just do an AITD to make him sleep better. Okay. okay. That way he's got the feeling that he's got the control of it and well, you he could make him pay me. He does, because if I don't pay, he can foreclose me. And in Texas, that's a 21-day process. So that's that's a pretty good safety factor for the seller. Correct. And, and in those cases, either one of those cases, I actually own the property. So um, it's actually to your advantage. There is no choice. If they want to sell it, they got to sell it to you. They can't lease it to you. Okay. So when you're going to explain the two different offers, then would you almost explain it, the all-inclusive <laughs> trustee, because if you explain it to them, Here's Most the way sellers are not going to understand that. Uh, here's the way I do it. Let me explain it to you. We're practicing. Okay. Uh, well, John, I can buy your house. That means that I'll take over your debt and I'll start making the payments when you and I agree. But that does mean that the loan will stay in your name until sometime in the future when I get paid off. Will that keep you awake at night? Yes, it will. Well, okay. Well, then I have another way. I can buy it with what's called an all-inclusive trust deed, which is basically a, a, just a note. Uh, from my, my uh, LLC to you that is under the same terms as your underlying loan, and, that, and then if I don't pay, you know, worst case, you can foreclose me off, which in this state only takes about 21 days. Uh, so that's a protection device for you. Does that sound better? Sounds a lot better. All right. When do you want to close? Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And, and by the way, either one of those cases, don't forget to get a couple, three months before your payments start, are due. Oh, definitely, what's your, definitely. What's your, what's your transfer tax in Texas? Oh, oh my God. And we don't, it's um, just basically the, the recording fees. I mean, it's not much. I mean, a yeah. closing with All that, right. you're maybe 600 bucks, 700 yeah, bucks. So, so count your blessings, man. Count your yeah, blessings. I mean, it's, yeah. Now that's of course you're not getting title insurance. You get title insurance. You don't need title insurance, John. No, you don't. Need exactly. It. You don't exactly. need it for any of these Fisbo deals. So count your blessings. So it's into your advantage to either go get the deed or do an AITD. You own the property. You got almost no closing costs. So you want to do as many of those as you can, as long as there's a reason for you to stay in the deal. If your payment, if the payment on the property is so high that you can't get a spread and there's almost no equity. I would just assign it and let somebody else buy it on an AITD. Now, now that cost I gave you of eight to nine hundred dollars for yep. the closing, that includes the attorney fees as well to do the documents and the closing. Yeah. So I want to make sure you understand that. Count your blessings. <laughs> Count your blessings. Ain't like that in Florida. In Maryland, it's three percent of the sales price, man. Ouch. Just transfer tax. Don't, don't tell our Texas legislate that. They'll 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 want to add that fee to it. Yeah, well, your Texas legislators already outlawed lace options, and uh, frankly, we didn't have any representation when they did that. I mean, I got it on good faith that after the fact, they they didn't have anybody um, challenging them, and they frankly really weren't that aware of what they were doing, and and, and they accomplished nothing. <laughs> that law accomplished nothing. 
But anyway, that's politics. It's kind of like the same law that got passed on the Frank Dodd law to the loan originators. Yeah, it accomplished think, nothing. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Exactly right. Except drive the cost up to the borrower. That's right. All right. Well, man, do your best to come see me. I'll tell you, you're missing the boat. I, I definitely I definitely will. I'll talk to your good friend, John Kubis, when he gets back. He'll be there. Yeah, I know. We, me and John are working a deal together. I'm working some of the deals that I'm generating together. So. All right. I mean, just take a look at it. If John can do it, anybody can do it. That's true. That is true. <laughs> you tell him I said so. <laughs> no, I will. I always ask him how he got his wife. I'm, I keep asking him, what did, what did she see in you? Was she blind? <laughs> I ask him the same thing. <laughs> All right. See you soon. Thank you, Ron. All right, John, who you got there, man? All right, next we have Doug. Doug, go ahead. Hey, Doug, where are you from? Fairmont, Minnesota. Oh, right. Up there in cold country. Bought a house in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, down close to your neck of woods. Uh-huh. Um, having a problem driving hordes of people to it. Got it advertised on about 16 different websites. Cheap fixer-upper, 50,000, three lots. Uh, just not drawing any attraction. All right. You know that I'm coming your way pretty soon? Chicago and... Uh, no, no, I'm coming to Minnesota. When? I'm looking right now. I'm going to be in Minnesota, oh, man, sometime in the not-too-distant future. I know it's on here somewhere. Um, I am still looking. I, thought, <laughs> I know I'm going to be there on September the 15th. I guess that's further off than I thought. And then I'm going to be back up there, I believe. Well, I don't know. I know I'll be there September the 15th and one other day. I know I'm coming up there twice. Anyway, just keep a lookout. Oh, uh, August the 11th. I'll August. be up to in Robin Thompson's event on August the 11th. Okay, so that, so you're not getting enough traffic, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, where are you running your ads? Uh, Craigslist, Spider, uh, went through Postlets. Okay. And what does your ad say? Uh, I don't have it in front of me. The associate wrote it up, but it's a cheap fixer-upper. Uh, cheap in big, big words. 50000 uh three lots. Uh, uh -huh. I think Lelman Heights was the location. Is that a decent area? Decent, not great. Yeah, uh, okay, sorry. And what's the ARV on this house? ARV 67. Arv is 67? Yep. Are you uh, sure? Had mixed information from a pair of realtors. One has it at 87, the other one has it at 67, so realistic, 77. Well, what makes you think you're going to sell this house for 50 grand? You got 45 in it? Well, I'm afraid that's not a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could sell the property, some of the properties that I got in the commercial world for what I have in but <laughs> Fortunately, no work that way. Uh, yeah. I tell you, man, you, you've only got two choices. You're either going to have to put somebody in that house and, and, and wait it out, or you're going to have to take a hit. You might as well make up your mind which one it is. Yeah. And, and quit trying to look for the greater fool. You ain't going to find them. What kind of shape's the sure. house in? Uh, it's shambles. Uh, it's been gutted. Copper's gone. Electric's gone. Yeah, yeah man. I don't want, I don't want, I know you don't want to hear this, but 
you're looking at a ten or fifteen thousand dollar sale at best. Yeah. You're right. I don't want to hear it, but I know it. Oh, I, I know. Well, just take bite your bullet and get it over with. Uh, same thing I've had to do. I've got a property over in Alabama that I made a loan on for a fund that I've gotten, and it since has been condemned. And uh, crap, I mean, I just get me an offer. And I, if I were you, I'd list the thing with a realtor down there and let them get you whatever they can get you, and be done yeah. with it. The problem is not your ads. The problem is your math. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. You just needed me to tell you that, right? <laughs> well, yeah, a little uh, reality check, I guess. I'd never fear you. You always get a write-off. There you go. There's, an, there's a gray lining every silver cloud. Well, you know, there's nothing, nothing to be said. That's, not, that's true. I mean, I don't know what tax bracket you're in, but every dollar you lose, you might get about a third of it back. Okay. I tell you Fair what enough. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go renovating or anything like that because that ain't going to help. Right. Yeah, I don't want to throw good money after bad. Are you sure that you couldn't put a work-for-equity tenant buyer in that house? It's possible. Uh, just get a little, do that a lot here, local. A uh, little nervous due to the time and the distance. Uh, nervous about what? you got a house sitting there vacant being unvandalized right now. What's to be nervous about? You can't get in any worse shape. best thing you can do is put a tenant buyer in there and insure it and hope he burns it. <laughs> I have prayed for fire. Well, is it is it um, even close to being habitable? Uh, no, not at this time. Uh, the garage is more inhabitable than the than the dwelling. Well, I can tell you uh, that I have worked for equity condemned houses before. You okay. Might, you might want to consider that. Try work changing for- your ad, but lower okay. the price. Nobody's going to give you fifty grand for it. Right. Lower your, lower your price down to thirty-five thousand on okay. a work for equity. And um, say investors and owner occupants welcome. Okay. Lease purchase. You do the work. Pay me when you get it refinanced. Okay. And then of course they're going to have to pay you a monthly rent while they are in it. I mean, if they pay you five hundred dollars a month, what the heck? Something. Now, you probably will get a handyman owner occupant to take you up on that one, John. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ron. We'll see you in August. Okay. Hey, is that for uh, is that Axe? What? The August 11th when you're coming up. What's the program? Uh, that's my one day workshop. Yeah, I do talk about Axe, but that's not an Axe full training. You got my Axe course? Nope. You should order it because the new one's about ready to be released. Okay. Actually, you should get into my boot camp, and Axe is part of it, and you get the course for free. Yep. Got a guy working on getting into the boot camp. As soon as he's got his own money, he's going to be there. Well, you know, we finance it with $1,000 down. Let me see. I'm coming to Chicago. When am I? Going to Baltimore at the end of June, and then um, going to Chicago in October. That's what he has targeted, is Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago in October, and I can't wait to get, go back to Bob Chin's and eat. <laughs> 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 Biggest restaurant I've ever been in, 900 seats. Okay. Very nice. All right. See you then. Thanks, Ron. Okay, John, John, who else we got? Next question comes from Michael. Michael, go ahead. All right, John, how many we have holding first? Um, there's two more. All right. Well, don't take any more then. Guys, I'll take all three of you, and then we're going to quit for tonight. All right. Who we got online? Hey there, Ron. It's Michael, Colorado. Hi, Mike. What's up? 
Well, basically just a simple question. I'll make it quick. Um, very, fairly new at this. Um, in regards to disclosing uh, stuff to the seller, do you basically, or is it okay to let them know your exit strategy, such as a lease option? I wouldn't. Uh, I would talk uh, uh, nothing about that uh, at all if you could help it. Okay. And, I, and I'll tell you, the, the, the more you um, tell them your proposed exit strategy, the bigger hole you deep. Uh, bigger hole you dig for yourself now in the case of an axe deal you don't have any choice Michael you got to tell right. them that uh, you're going to go find a quali uh, tenant buyer and let them approve them before they move in and you'll take whatever you can get out of them and it cost the seller nothing and you got to tell them that but if I am if I'm taking over at subject to if I'm buying it with owner financing or if I'm um, lease optioning it and I intend to stay in it they don't mm -hmm. need to have any conversation about what I'm going to do with it Okay, the paperwork's just between me and the seller, and they don't need to know anything about my end buyer? That is correct. Gotcha. All right. Thank you much. All right. The last question in queue comes from Aaron. Aaron, go ahead. Oh, well, yes. Did we lose somebody, John? thought you had two ways. There was actually, there was actually Michael just Aaron. Him, right? All right. Go ahead, Aaron. Hello. Uh, yeah, quick question for you. Uh, I'm used to dealing with you know, a lot of the ugly houses. So the pretty house thing is something I'm just getting used to. But do you get a yes on the lease option script or the owner finance before you look at the house? Or do you just look at the house and present that when uh, you're there? Under no circumstances are we going to go look at a house before the owner is giving us a yes to will you lease purchase it if we take over the responsibility for all the repairs. That's right on the information sheet, yeah. Aaron. All right, thank you so for your help. If your VAs are calling them, they must get that answer or they haven't completed their job. Okay. In case of an owner, if it's uh, free and clear, I want, to, I want them to ask, will you, would you take your equity in monthly installments? Yep. If that comes back a yes, I've got a possible owner financing deal. If that comes okay. back a no, then I'm, the next question is, will you lease purchase it? So if I get a okay. no and a no, it's a dead deal. All right. See how easy that is? It's very easy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, thanks. All right. John, anybody else? No question in the queue, sir. All right. Well, golly, guys, we're right on time then. Uh, thank you all for participating tonight. I'll see some of you here this week, I think, and the rest of you I hope to see you soon. And remember, if you're not a Gold Club member now, hold on just a second. I'll be right back. Okay, so if you're not a Gold Club member, please go sign up. By the way, let me, if you, in case you are not aware of this, let me tell you uh, how to get yourself a $600 course on wholesaling houses for a buck. Go to ronsdollardeal.com and sign up for the Gold Club, and you can download my whole $600 course, ronsdollardeal.com, if you do it pretty quick. So that's it for tonight. Make sure you uh, watch for your Friday Gold Club online weekly now because the ladies are back here doing a lot of work to put that thing together for you, and there's a lot of good information in that thing. So uh, keep on top, uh, on, on top of that, and when you get it, open it and go through it because there's quite a bit to digest there. So with that said, I'll see you next month, if not before. Good night, and thank you, John.